Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Okay, everyone, we have here Demi Not Lovato. <laughs> What's up? Demi's here. We're in Dallas and we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. I'm excited to be I here. I think of all the guests I've ever had, most questions for you for sure. Oh my God, I love that. I love answering questions about me. That's you so are fun. like a true icon, <laughs> oh at least God. on my Facebook page. So, <laughs> so let's just get right to it. And I don't want to take up three hours of your day. So uh, I'd stay. You would? Yeah. Me too. I got nothing to do. Same. Steph Ventura. I love this question. Who is Demi? Not Bachelor Demi, but day-to-day Demi before the show. Like jobs, dating, did she just graduate, ETC? Um, let's see. Demi is a goofball, was then, still is now. Mm-hmm. Um, just I was working, I know it's like the biggest joke ever. They put me as an interior designer on right. the show. And whenever I saw that, me and my dad were like, hey, that so looks what did great. You really put? Well, I work at po- I worked at Pottery Barn as a okay. design studio specialist. So, like, mm-hmm. I did do interior design work. Like, I would go to people's houses and like so nice. plan out their whole house and whatnot. But interior designer—that's a stretch. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, that, what's tough is. I mean, they can just make up whatever they want. And then you have the time you don't even know what it is. Yeah. And so people are like making fun of you or some what the heck? And you're like, I didn't put that. I know. Right. I was like, I didn't claim to be an no, interior designer. That was not my choice. But thanks. It looked really good. <laughs> <laughs> you're 24. 24. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I was at the same age, I think, when I went on the show. Yeah. So. You know, I was looking at like some statistics that were saying like the average age of all the Bachelor contestants right. on the seasons. And, you know, everyone made a huge deal out of how young our season was. And mm-hmm. it's really not that different from most of them. No, I mean, most girls, there were two, the twins on my show, I think, turned 21 or 22 on as we were filming. Oh, my God. So we were really young and no one ever that was never a thing on our season but our bachelor was also younger yeah well Colton I think they were about 26 was dating on your radar before the show um like very casually um like I would it was so funny whenever I I would be at work and I would have an hour lunch break and I would have guys like pick me up outside of work and take me to go eat and then bring me back so then it's like a speed date like I don't get stuck with them for a long time like it's just an hour and I get a free meal I was all I'm about so, it. So I, I just learned about that. The the break from work lunch date. I love it. It's great. Because then you, if it sucks, you can just say, I have to go back to work. Exactly. I got to start doing that. <laughs> and oh, you can get out of I it. I got to really do that. But like no, no like serious dating at all. Just really yeah. having fun. Did you want marriage? I mean, I'm, I'm open to anything. I don't really like put myself in a box about anything and I don't want to like set limitations. Okay. Like I'm open to whatever could happen. But realistically, no, uh, no not really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just couldn't see it happening. No. Um, Holly Statton asked, how old were you when your mom's legal trouble came into light and how did that affect your school slash work slash relationships? Um, my mom's legal trouble started whenever I was a kid. Um, okay. It was always really um, bad and sketchy. She would just she had a, she has a poor taste of men. Like she mm. would get with guys, and then they would get her into bad stuff. And um, 
you know, she was also always really sad because she didn't have her kids. Like my mm-hmm. dad always had custody. Yeah. So it started whenever I was younger. I don't really know an exact date because my dad and her like wanted to protect me and my brother and didn't want to like tell us, you know, okay. oh, you know, your mom's going to prison. Right. So I didn't really know anything for a while. And then she eventually got out of all of her situations and moved back with her parents. And that was whenever I was in high school. Okay. And then she went back to prison. Um, it was like a cu- she was in there for like a couple years. And that was like, she just got out, so. Yeah, well, I read she just got out. So how is y'all's relationship now? Oh, it's really good. She's, like, back to the mom I used to know. Like, prison, like, she learned a really good lesson in there. But, yeah, it was really hard growing up and having so many issues, you know, because, like, every little girl wants their mom. Of course. Yeah, I, like, didn't... I had to tell my dad whenever I started my period. Oh, my God, in an age where people... I feel like elementary, middle school, high school, especially high school, like people are so mean and they'll talk and I'm sure it was just probably really hard to have that out there. Yeah, it was, it was a lot, but I mean, I'm just glad she's doing better now and I'm glad she's happy again. Thank goodness. Um, Oh, I love this question. How did you get cast? You said you're shocked you were on. So what, (laughs) what happened? Um, I just, I'd sent in a photo whenever, um, I was watching the bachelor last season, whenever I was watching Ari season and I sent in a photo and then I got a call like a few months later and I was like, yeah. what? And so then they asked me to like send in a video and I did that. It was so terrible. Um, <laughs> they all are. Yeah. yeah. I was like, come on. I'm yeah. not a cinematographer. Is that the right word? That is the word. Um, nice work. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and then I just did the open casting call mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, the first time you do an interview and I was like, I got to nail this. And yep. I did. I nailed it. And like, they were like, okay, we'll let you know if we want to like follow up with you. Bye. And I was walking down the hallway and they were like, wait, Demi. And they're like, all right, we want to move forward. And I was like, yes, that's the best feeling ever. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm in. So you went to the open casting. That's the thing with like 600 girls. Yeah, they had like a scheduled time for me and stuff to go, but okay. still, it was so awkward. You're all just sitting in there looking at each other, like mm-hmm. judging everyone, and I'm just like, "Can I really eat this chocolate that's on the table?" <laughs> that's so funny. I was like, "Where is the alcohol here, people?" We need alcohol. What I like that you said recently is that no one goes on the show for the right reasons. Yeah, can you expand on that? I think it's obvious everyone wants to be on TV that goes on the show. Like that's it's not just. You're not going there to find a husband. You can find a husband anywhere. Yeah. You can get on a dating app. You can, you know, go out, whatever. You don't need to go on a TV show to find a husband. And it's so ridiculous how, like, people get so worked up over Mm -hmm. someone not being there for the right reasons. And I'm like, are you serious? None of us are here for the right (laughs) reasons. We're all here to be on TV and have fun. Yeah. No, I I, lo- I like that honesty because I, I really thought it was going to work. I'm like, what are the odds that it's actually <laughs> going to work for you? Seriously. One, I don't even, not good at math, but that the odds <laughs> are not good. Did you want Colton to be The Bachelor? No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was so mad. Like they called me, the casting people, and they were like, Demi, we're so sorry, but it is Colton. And I was like, so who'd you want? anyone else <laughs> um who did I want I wanted like Peter to, I was like well, bring Peter back uh Jason um anyone but Colton but mm. you know he, it, he ended up being like a good bachelor I think he's a really good guy what why did you was it that you were usually not attracted to guys that look like him or yeah I'm not really into like the burly football player you know mm-hmm. not really my type at all okay and um the virgin thing was a little scary right. but I thought it was sweet too but, um, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know, not my type. And What is your type? I just like somebody. 
looks wise, I am open to anything. You know, it doesn't matter who, what you are, whatever, what you look like. I like someone who has like a personality that can keep up with mine, like yeah. owns a room and is like confident and is sexy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I describe Colton as sexy. So I don't agree that you were a villain, mm-hmm. but that is something that you were coined sort of by mm-hmm. people. So let's talk about the villain concept and where it all started. So some people would say the robe. <laughs> some people would say it was kissing Colton on the group date. Were those your ideas? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that robe I wore like all the time. It wasn't like a sexy robe either. It was freezing. Yeah. It was it freezing cold. cold and I was wearing that tiny dress and I was like, I was going to take him to the fantasy closet anyway. So I was like, <laughs> I'll just put my robe on. And then, um, I like picking up the rose, like just messing around like that. That, that was hilarious. That was the funniest and thing. And then when Tracy got so offended, like, I was how like, dare short you? of breath. <laughs> we how laugh dare about you it disrespect all the time. that rose. I know. I was like, guys, it's a fucking flower. It, Come on. It is a flower. And that, you know, it's probably dying. Like, who cares? It, right. It's been sitting there for hours. They're going to throw this in the trash later. No, I didn't <laughs> see you as the villain. I, I actually saw you as the savior of that season. <laughs> I know my back is killing me from carrying the season. Were the comments about the women being older or blah, 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 were those taken out of context? A lot of them were taken out of context and most of them, um, I was like laughing while I was saying a lot of them. Okay. And then some of them, uh, they were like, I felt a lot of passive aggression coming from them constantly. Mm-hmm. And I could tell they all thought I was immature. So I was just kind of like defending myself and like clapping back a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, I don't have any problem with older women, and especially not them. I love them now, and they love me, and we laugh about it. So how did you and Tracy, um, I don't know, bury the hatchet? You know, it's so weird. Tracy is one of my favorite people now. Yeah, you guys hang out all the time now. Oh, yeah, she's so great. She's so so sweet. She's so much fun to be around. I think um, I just don't want to be in, like, a competition with her, you know? And that's what – it's the competitive environment, and it kind of brings out, like, the worst side of everyone. Was there ever a worry for you that the villain role would get worse than it did or? Yeah, um, I was worried about it. Like I was really scared of what was going to be like, how it was going to be portrayed. Um, I knew I was just like having fun and I was just goofing around most of the time. And mm-hmm. I it was just kind of funny to get under other people's skin, which is immature. But I mean, I'm immature. <laughs> At <laughs> least you own it. Yeah, but. I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, oh, good. They just made me look funny. I remember thinking this could go like one of three or four ways. Yeah. Who knows? And obviously mine went a different way than yours did. But you you walked the line, but they they gave you a good edit. Yeah, except for my exit. Well, sabotage. We'll get to that. I want to talk about just how you approached conversations with Colton. So you went for the more like sexy, spontaneous Mm -hmm. side. Is that how you usually are with dating? Yeah, well, and especially in the beginning. Like Mm -hmm. I figured, you know, so many people that are there talking to him are going to be so serious and that's going to be so annoying to just have all these super serious conversations of people like telling you their sob story and blah, blah, blah. I I was being strategic. I was like, I'm putting that one in the back pocket and we're going to use that later on. But for now, we're going to have fun. We're going to be sexy. You're going to scare him a little bit like <laughs> he looked terrified oh yeah he did most of the time that he always gave me that look and he told me he was scared of me so did but you he said he liked it really he told me he was like hey i or like whenever i spanked him and stuff he was like hey thank you for that that was really fun and then one time he was like i don't know what to do sometimes whenever you do things he's like but keep doing them i like it so i was like okay 
So they just didn't show that. They wanted him to look uncomfortable. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Definitely. Was it, oh, Dana Denton, sorry. Was it awkward calling your mom on camera with everyone listening? And when she did call her mom, was it her idea? I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Like, if it's my idea or not. Okay, so whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... It was kind of weird doing it. Um, I honestly expected her to be more emotional than she was because, like, every time I talked mm-hmm. to her, like, every time I called her or she called me whenever she's in prison and stuff, she was always crying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even know how they got in contact with her. But mm-hmm. um, one of the producers told me, hey, um, we've been texting your mom. Do you want to talk to her with Colton tonight? And I immediately, like, started bawling. And I was like, yes. I mean, because you, how often did you get to talk to her? Uh, it would just depend on, like, you know, she was in solitary confinement for two months for wow. smoking a cigarette. Like, Shit. crazy. So I didn't talk to her for a while then, but whenever she was just, like, normally there, I got to talk to her, like, you know, a few times a week, depending on how much money she had in her mm-hmm. account. Like, it was just a mess. Did they ever let you talk to her privately, like, off camera? Uh huh. Yeah, they did. That's good. Yeah, they did. That's nice. Yeah, it was. Did she feel comfortable? Like, did you tell her we're filming this stuff? Um. Yeah. Like. Yeah. She. She okay. knew that we were going to be filming it. Okay. And she thought that I was on a one-on-one with Colton. So, like, because I talked to him. I mean, I. I didn't tell her like what we were doing. I just told her I was with Colton. So whenever I got done with the show, all my grandparents and stuff, they were like, "How was your one-on-one?" And I was like, "I didn't freaking get <laughs> one." one. I, me neither. I didn't oh, get you one didn't. Either. Nope. Allison Carr said, "Who was she closest to in the house, and who is she close with now?" Um. So in the house, I was definitely closest with the Beast, Hannah B, yep. Hannah G, Heather, and then um, Katie. We eventually became close with Katie too. Okay. Um. And then, I mean, I was friends with everyone, though, literally. Yeah. But those are my girls. Like, Hannah G was always my roommate. Oh, okay. and Catherine. Yeah. Catherine, I moved her into the fantasy closet with me. Obviously, she didn't watch enough to know that you shouldn't <laughs> interrupt four times. She right? never watched the show before. <laughs> she didn't understand at all why everyone was upset. She was probably like, what? I'm just talking. She was like, I'm just trying to finish my conversation. <laughs> that was so funny. I was like, oh yeah, you, you, that's not how it's done. It was so funny though. I was loving every second of it the oh, first night. It was fantastic. I talked to him first, so I didn't care who talked to him after so that. You, so you grabbed him first. Mm-hmm. And I was first out of the limo. I walked into the mansion. I was like, where is everyone? And uh-huh. I was like, are y'all serious? You let me be first? Oh, Laura Bruce said, did she know Colton liked Cassie early on? No, I thought Cassie was going home every week. Really? Yeah, not that she's not like absolutely gorgeous. Um, she was just quiet, and like I huh. didn't, I never saw her with Colton, obviously, so I didn't know their relationship at all. Right. Um, and then once we and everyone else though knew it except for me, I felt like everyone was always saying like, "Oh, Cassie," like, or Colton likes Cassie so much, blah blah. And I was like, I don't know what y'all are seeing. I haven't seen that. Huh. And then we went on the date in Singapore, the group date, and I was like, oh, I kind of see it now. And then she got the one-on-one the next week, and I was like, we got ourselves a front runner. What was it that you saw between them that you made you think? Whenever they did uh, the little fortune teller guy, mm-hmm. and he told them that they were like siblings in a past life, like he pulled Cassie aside and like did that with her. And all of us were just standing there watching. Oh, sounds great. Oh, I was so mad. I was like, excuse me, this is my group date. We're here. We're here. (laughs) While you were filming, was because you didn't see it as Cassie, was there anyone you thought he was a front runner? I thought it was going to be Hannah G. Everyone did, I think. She's such a doll. True. 
And she's so, I mean, she's like the perfect wife. Like anyone would want her. I want her to be my wife. Me too. Me too. Did you ever feel like you were? No, I didn't ever think I was like gonna be the one at the end. Like it's funny, Mm -hmm. I told Hannah B. uh, Whenever we were in the mansion, like the first week, I was like, honestly, I was like, I ain't into it. I was like, but I'm going to be here for as long as I can. And At least you're honest. And Hannah B, though, wanted it so bad. She, she did. Oh, she wanted to win, Like, she wanted to be with Colton so bad. Mm-hmm. She was really there, like, to get married, to get engaged. And then, you know, it's weird because I did actually end up developing feelings for him. Yeah. Like, it definitely was not falling in love with him. But I just had really strong feelings, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be with him. But then once you're out of it, I'm like, whew, thank God I'm the, not. The day you get home, you're like, what was all of, what was that? Yeah. Honestly, that's how I felt. I was like, oh, okay. I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> Let's talk about your exit. First of all, I don't know if you'll answer this, but did you want to go talk to him privately? Or was that something I, that... I had been like asking to go to his room for weeks. And then finally, mm-hmm. they are like, do you want to go to Colton's room? I was like, yeah, finally. And... um yeah, I definitely did not go there to take his virginity. You or didn't try go to. to seduce him? No. And I, they like did that horrible choppy yeah. edit. And it's like, Colton won't be the virgin anymore. Yeah. And I was uh, like, are you serious? Now everybody thinks that I'm crazy. Just going in to take it from him. To and defile walk. him. Yeah. <laughs> so why did you want to go in there? Just for more time? Yeah, I hadn't gotten a one-on-one yet. And I knew that I was at risk for going home. Mm-hmm. Like... I knew people that definitely weren't going home and yep. I was like, I could be one of them. And then I thought maybe Kerpo wasn't going to come back from her one-on-one yep. and he was going to have a rose in there and give me the rose. It was really delusional of me, yeah. well, but we're, it, you do things on that show that you would never do. Yeah, exactly. I think that they knew too. Like if they sent me home in a rose ceremony, I would have burned the place down. Oh, of course. <laughs> but when you get, you went in there, you're talking, did you ever have a feeling like he's going to send me home? right now because I know you were opening up you were Mm -hmm. trying to and then he he said I can't meet you there or something oh man I don't know if did your heart just like sink I don't know if this is something that I can even say so just say it yeah you know what what this podcast is for (laughs) fuck it so and this is something I haven't said to anyone yet um I mean my friends and stuff but not to any podcast or anything so right after I told him I was falling in love with him okay he leans in and starts making out with me after or I was like I was like so what do, like what do you need from me like what more do I need to do and he just starts making out with me and then he was like blah 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 I'm not gonna be able to get there and I was like why did you just do why that you just make out yeah I wasn't trying to make out I asked you a question oh. it was so weird and then he said that and then my heart sank and then I was like Oh my gosh, I I can like still feel the feeling. Like it was so oh, yeah. it was so terrible. I was so sad. Do you think that you just told them you were falling in love with them as like a last ditch? Yeah, it was definitely a last ditch effort to like show them I was serious and, yeah. and try to take it to the next level and convince them to keep me there. <laughs> but it didn't I get work. It. I get <laughs> it, it was a fail. I get <laughs> it. Oh, Valerie Utley wanted to know what was going through your mind when Courtney shoved that pacifier in her mouth at Women Tell All. And how did she refrain from slapping the shit mm-hmm. out of her? I felt rage. I was very, very angry. I really don't like people touching me in general. Like, I mean, I'm, of course, I'm like a hugger and yeah. stuff like that. And like a, a cuddler. Just not. Unprovoked, unwarranted touching. I do not like. I don't even like whenever strangers like are shoulder to shoulder with me. Yeah. So whenever she did that, I was very, very angry. And I like stood up because I wanted to. I was about to do something physical. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I not the time or the place. 
you're going to embarrass yourself. Yeah. The mature thing to do is just sit down. And I'm really surprised that I did. Have you spoken to her at all? Yeah, we um, we texted a little bit. Um, she apologized. I apologized for like provoking her because yeah. I was like, I was burying her, you right. know? Like, I mean, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologized for being insensitive to that. She apologized for physically assaulting me. Yeah. And we, I just said, you know, we're not going to be friends. Like, we can be civil, but we're not going to be friends. That's fine. And then she sent me a $10 Starbucks gift card. <laughs> did you ever get a Starbucks? No. I'm not. <laughs> don't use that. Don't give me your pity Starbucks pity card. Star- $10, too? I was like, that's going to get me one venti. One, one venti. Literally one. <laughs> that's so funny. It was so funny. It was so funny. I just feel like, I mean, obviously, you're a shoe-in for paradise. And I feel like she might make the mistake of going on. And it'll be that whole thing all over again with you two. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm not giving in to that. I will not, I will avoid her. I will not. I would tell get her, I, Courtney, do not go on. I told the production team, do not let her go. Cause it's not going to be good for her. No. I, Especially because so I feel like she's had a really hard time with social media. Like I you might as so well just bow that. out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she should have taken Women Tell All as the opportunity to redeem herself. Yeah. And she just dug herself deeper. She took that shovel and just said, I'm going to keep going deeper and deeper. And, <laughs> and I was deeper. like, mm. like, girl, you about to hit bedrock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, Gina Stevenson, I love this question. How did she feel about the Corinne comparisons and subsequent bashing by Corinne for those comparisons? I was... I loved Corinne because mm-hmm. I she was relatable to me. Like she was wild, she was sexy. Like mm-hmm. I really liked her. So whenever she came for me, mm-hmm. I I have no respect left for her. No, like she had no reason to do that. And now she's and dragging now she's doing it with Hannah. Oh my gosh, she's dragging my girl oh, for no yeah. reason. And it's just ugly. It's absolutely ugly. Yeah. I was disappointed when I saw that. And you, especially whenever it's bachelor people dragging mm-hmm. contestants because you know what it's like to be in this position then, and yeah. you just get off the show, you're terrified of what the world is going to think of you. And then you have people who were just in the same position as you bashing you. Yeah. Well, the good thing is Corinne is, is not, she's also kind of digging. Oh yeah, she down. is. Her yeah. and Courtney are side by side. They are, they're digging both deep. digging deep. Let's talk a little bit about Paradise and Hannah season. Gina Stevenson with the other question who does she have her eye on for paradise well if i go if you go (laughs) um enough of this evading the question i don't really know it's weird for me because hannah is like my best friend and these are all the guys that she's been dating so i i don't know if i could do it i don't know especially the guys she got rid of early on she don't care yeah but if she got rid of them early on i'm probably don't want them either (laughs) even week four five six (laughs) i don't know i think that there's some good looking ones we would just have to see like you know obviously peter he's the cute little pilot guy oh yeah tyler c the model he's so hot i love his eye on i was on something maybe it was a podcast or something but I was like, I just want to like make out with him and then go grab some margaritas and forget <laughs> yeah, and like and never I, think about yeah, it again. Yeah. <laughs> is there any like, uh, as I would say, bachelor alum who you think is cute? Um, like not. Re- I don't. I mean, I think there's some that are cute, but like dating wise and stuff, mm-hmm. I don't know how that would be. I'm not like counting on any of them being cool. there. Interesting. But I mean, um, I'm open to anything. I'm just excited to go hang out. 
if I go. All of you. I'm like, shut up. You especially. (laughs) Esther Stella Carden just wants to know what it was like sitting in a van and watching Hannah B meet all the men. It was so interesting because we got to, we had like audio and you get to see, we got to see so many of her conversations with the guys. How many TV screens were in there? Just two. Okay, so it honestly probably felt like the producers usually feel when yeah, they're watching awesome. us. Oh, it was so cool. You could see everything. You could hear people talking. Like We, we could get the mics switched to like other guys' mics and listen to them. Uh, I think it was just really cool to watch in real time all of the time that she got with the guys because, you know, on TV they edit so much out. Yeah. So like I got to actually see her entire interaction without right. any like music layover to like set the mood. I, that's why I, so I have so many questions following <laughs> up from this. First of all, because you heard the guys just talking to each other mm-hmm. with, you know, no producers saying, talk about this. Like, what did the guys talk about? Um, Bro s- stuff? <laughs> Bro stuff. No, some of them like had really cute stories. Like there was this one guy who like, um, had a niece that he like is obsessed with and he had like a little picture drawn and Luke he gave P? it to Hannah. No, I don't remember one. who it was. he had a niece in his intro. Oh, that <laughs> baby, that infant, that yeah. newborn that just came out of the womb <laughs> yeah. and he was asking questions. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. What, who, how much time was each guy getting with Hannah? I felt like it was a decent amount of time. Like, okay. Um, definitely more time than I had with Colton the first night um, because I feel like the guys aren't as steely, you know? Like, yeah. the girls, like, whenever I was talking to Colton, Catherine interrupted me. And it was, I swear, <laughs> I, like, was talking to him for, like, a couple minutes maybe. But these guys were getting some decent time in. Like, one of them played MASH with her. Yeah, I wish they showed that. It was actually that hilarious. That's really cute. He kept spelling everything wrong and Hannah was like, give me that eraser. She's like, give me the marker. And like spelling it right. She was um, not letting him get away with it. It was so funny. Who impressed you right away? Whether mm-hmm. they went home or not. I mean, who did you think, oh, he's a good dude? Mike. Mike is definitely a good dude. Okay. Absolutely. He's a great listener. He's very respectful. He just seems like a really good He's dude. He's the one who did the three C's or whatever. The five C's. Five C's. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But whenever he like had his one-on-one time talking with her, he brought over the sticks from Thailand and they like fought or she, she oh, was like cute. showing him her moves. And so they were like being playful. And then they sat down and he had a very like serious conversation with okay. her. I was like, he's killing it. Who had the best limo entrance in your opinion? Honestly, they were pretty weak. Yeah. Maybe the pizza one because she was probably hungry. She was She was probably she hungry. She did not hold back either. She's like, I would love some pizza. Well, then which one did you think was the worst? <laughs> On the limo. That was terrifying. I was like, no. Not cute. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> it's a no for me. Who had too much to drink? You know, I think it's funny. Everyone's saying Tyler C. Yeah. Because he got out of that limo with his eyes half open. He did look like he was about to fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was hilarious. Um, Yeah, he probably had too much to drink. You know, it's hard now because you have a limitation on your drinking. So Right. Was there anyone who behaved villainous on the first episode that it didn't edit that way? or? I think I kind of... The thing with Luke P is I could just tell that he was... The first night, he was... um, He was trying too hard he knew what he was doing he was doing power moves that's what it was like mm-hmm. power moves like going and talking to her whenever she said she needed a minute right and stuff like that and mm-hmm. then whenever they had their sit down conversation um him just saying like how into her he was and all this stuff it was just a lot of power moves and i was like i have a feeling that people aren't gonna like you like all the guys in the house you may stir up a little problem with them who ate the most 
if you could see that. Um, I didn't. I didn't see you didn't like see who that? ate the most. No, who visited the kitchen the most? There's like that joke, like whoever hangs yeah. out around the meatballs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a couple more questions about the first night. What did you think of Hannah's choice for the first impression rose? I expected it to go to him because I knew that she was interested in him. She was like since after the final rose, like whenever right. they did that thing. Um, I personally. I'm not attracted to him and mm. I kind of see through the bullshit. I just see maybe not even bullshit because maybe he does feel this way about her yeah. that he's claiming. But I see the other side, you know, in those eyes. Like I can see. He ruined it to me the, in his intro. I don't know how you can get past. I, I think I'm a good looking guy and, and basically I, I took advantage of girls. <laughs> like what? I have Who to. I have to imagine like. I don't even know who would say that. Even if like a producer was like, say this, I'd be like, no, that's the douchiest thing. That's I the could dumbest ever say. thing ever. And then he said he found God in the shower, in the shower, in the shower. I did too. You know, that's a really <laughs> common place to find God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, well, it, it seems like he's not getting the best edit, but what's interesting is I think historically the last like five bachelorettes, their first impression rose choice was the winner. I don't know. I mean, who do you think she should have given it to? Maybe, let's see. I'm trying to think of who she talked with. Like who they showed yeah. her talking with and stuff. I mean, I think Mike did a really great job. He, he yeah. like I really think maybe he he's in the running for it. Yeah. Um I don't know. Who do you think? I don't even really remember most of the conversations. The prob- oh, maybe like Connor S. Oh, yeah, they seem to have a cute conversation. Yeah. They had that, like, steamy makeout sesh. Yeah, I mean, I know her and Cam kissed, but I don't see it with them. God, I didn't like that. (laughs) No, I didn't see it with that either, no. And then, I mean, Jed, they might have had a really cute interaction, but we just didn't really see a whole lot minus, like, him singing to her. Which was actually really good. We need to hear about Scott. Sarah June McKinney (laughs) said, did you really get an instant message from Scott's girlfriend or friend or whatever, or was that just a producer thing? It was absolutely not a producer thing at all. And people keep saying that. Yeah. And I'm like, it wasn't. Like the, So how did, what happened? The day before, I got a DM with a bunch of information about Scott and his girlfriend and all these screenshots. And apparently in their Facebook group, this girl like started saying like Scott, something about Scott having a girlfriend. And then it, it started from there. And then they dove deeper. Mm. And this one girl, she was the MVP. She provided me with so much information. So many screenshots. And I was like, oh, it's it's on. Like, I am going to okay. destroy this man's chance. <laughs> I mean, I loved it. And he was gaslighting her. And you oh, could tell oh, he was a so liar. And I was just like... I actually ran off after him once he left. And I talked mad shit to him. Good. Yeah, it was As fun. you should have. Let's get some... Some people had some miscellaneous Bachelor questions. Brenna McFarlane said, how did she really feel when people were accusing Nick of mansplaining to her on his podcast? Was she surprised by the controversy? No. Um, you know, Nick has a kind of condescending personality. That's just mm-hmm. him. But Nick is also now like one of my best friends. Right. And he's an amazing person and he helps me out so much. He like helps get me some opportunities. He gives me advice like whenever I ask for it. 
um he does yeah he does a lot of things for me like he's really i'm so glad i'm friends with him i would have never expected for him to be like one of the closest people like to me right now i don't think i would have anyone would have expected that (laughs) like it's it's crazy like we talk like every day and he's such a good friend to me and it's so funny because i used to have like the biggest crush on him and now i'm like (laughs) nah not at all well becca simonoko said would you ever date nick vile if he was interested no, I don't think so. I think that we have too good of a friendship and it would spoil it. And I wouldn't want that. Who do you see him with from girls from your season? Maybe any bachelor person. I don't know. Anyone you've met. You know, I don't know because I've never seen like Nick into someone really except for like <laughs> Vanessa. He he needs someone like cl- uh, closer to his age. Yeah. But he also, he needs someone who can keep up with him. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely doesn't, like we talked about on his podcast, he doesn't like shy, quiet people. Right. He needs someone who can give him shit back. Lindsay Tepas Pato Grasso said, if she could be on any other Bachelor season, which would it be and why? Hmm. You know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of any of the Bachelor. The only Bachelor that I like really was into is Nick and that. I don't want to be on his season. Mm. <laughs> I wouldn't you, want you, to. Then you were on the one that you were meant to be on. Yeah, maybe Ben Higgins. Not because I'm into Ben Higgins at all, but I feel like the girls were really fun. Stephanie Ann Moore, what has been the most surprising thing, good or bad, that has happened to her as a result of being on the show? The most surprising thing is probably like the fan base. I didn't think that people would love me so much. I really thought everyone was going to hate me because, mm-hmm. you know, typically the villain is yep, hated. Yep. Um, so that was pretty surprising. And it's always like surprising, like now going places and people are like, oh, my God, Demi. How often do you get recognized? Oh, everywhere. I was at Runyon the other day in L.A. And somebody, oh, well, that's a common. But there was like nobody there. It was like a little back on the little backside, yeah. the short trail. There yeah. was like hardly any people coming through there. And this girl, she stopped me. In LA, people usually don't care. But I because do have... everyone there is. Exactly. Yeah. But there, there is like a younger fan base that I have. Mm-hmm. Most of them are like teenage girls. And so like they'll freak out. But right. it's, it's very weird. I'm like, just don't scream. Please you don't scream, scream, people will see. Please don't take videos of me when I know you're doing it too. That I know. Me. And I'm just making eye contact with yeah, you. I'm and like, I'm like, hello. Hi. <laughs> uh, Ashley Horvath, has she hooked up with anyone else in Bachelor Nation yet? No. You're no. clean? No, I haven't. Clean from Bachelor Nation. So I am. Far. All right. I am. Good for you. Oh, I love this question. Caitlin Regina. She was seen with Polly Calafiore oh, from God. The Challenge. Did they ever date? What the heck was she doing in his car? Let it go, people. <laughs> people will not let it, that go. Me and Polly are just friends. And okay. we were just hanging out. I was talking to him about like just being off The Bachelor, talking about how people are going to hate me because people hate him. Um... He has a really cute roommate, though. I actually, I did talk to his roommate for like a week. Really? Mm-hmm. What happened? Lives in L.A. and No, the, he lives in uh, New York. Oh. Are you going to move to L.A.? Probably. I need to. I just, I keep going out there. I'm going out there Wednesday. I'm tired yeah, of I, That's why, why I texted you, and I was like, she's probably not here, but I'm going to try, <laughs> because you're in L.A. all the time now. I know. It's so weird. Whenever I'm in L.A., I want to be there. Whenever I'm here, I want to be here. Right. I don't know what I want to do yet. You don't have to decide right now. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, right? All right. I'm going to finish with some life questions. Patrick Weaver, who is a very close friend of mine, she's been basically an influencer for RuPaul's DragCon, and she's always been tweeting about Drag Race. What else would she like to do for the LGBTQ community with her platform? Everything that I could possibly do. Yeah. I'm obsessed with the community. Mm-hmm. Um, have you always been? Uh, I guess like I mean I have been for years now like since I graduated high school okay 
It's just, I'm really into it. Follow-up question. Who is she rooting for on Drag Race? And who is her favorite from past seasons? This season, I love Brooklyn Heights, but my all-time favorite is Monet Exchange. (laughs) Evie fucking oddly. Evie (laughs) oddly all day. I am obsessed with Evie. Um, In Brooklyn Heights, she's probably going to win because she's really good. But, you know, last week, her performance was just not up to par with the rest of them. So, we'll see. I'm all about Evie. Yeah. Um, past seasons, some of my favorites were like quirky characters like Ben De La Creme. Amazing. <laughs> um, I loved Milk. <laughs> and Milk was really hot. Um, who else do I really like? Um, Monet Exchange is amazing too. And so is Monique Hart. I really yeah. liked her. Valentina. You should be on the show. I know. I want to be a guest judge. Yeah. Could you? Maybe. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I've got to make a really big impression at mm-hmm. DragCon. Yes. I like this question. Katie Herklot said, I applaud Demi for speaking out about her political views. And I know a few of Colton's girls have done the same. Was she worried about going political? And will she continue to do so in the future? You know, politics aren't really my thing right now because I am unfortunately ignorant to Mm -hmm. a lot of it. But whenever it comes down to like women's rights or just people's rights in general, that's whenever I'll get involved, like with everything going on right now with the abortion and stuff. It's disgusting. It's insane. And I'm not going to not say anything about it because even if it's like my small audience that like I could influence them to maybe make a move and like talk about it themselves. Mm -hmm then I want to be able to do that. Yeah. Well, people are really respecting you for... Because so many people are silent, especially contestants. Well, yeah, because you don't want backlash You don't want to lose followers. Yeah, whatever. I just... <laughs> people are so stupid. It's not about that. This is about our our rights. It's not about I mean, our followers. I'm just like... I was always... Our generation needs to be vocal. And... Yeah. Kiana Johnson said, what's her favorite book? <sighs> oh, Kiana. Like I read. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she said... <laughs> Like I read. Like I read. Okay, um, skip that. Well, my my favorite book, my, uh, the Twilight series, whenever I was in middle school. Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to think of even a book I've read and I haven't. So what I do, I do read, but I do research on my phone. I'm okay. like a Google queen. Oh, yeah. If I encounter something I'm unfamiliar with, boom, Google, and I research the whole topic and I got to know everything about it. Great. Yeah. You read. Yeah, I read articles. Google was the last book she read. (laughs) Uh, Becca, again, last name is tough. How tall is she? She looks so tiny next to Hannah Beast. And you are are tiny. (laughs) I'm a little person. How tall are you? I'm like 5'2 and 3 quarters. The 3 quarters is crucial. That's very, very important. (laughs) (laughs) It separates me from the 5'2". Are you someone who wears heels or no? Um, I do wear heels. Like if I'm going out, um, it just depends. Cause sometimes all my friends will be dressed up cocktail dresses, mm. heels, and I'll be there in like some flowy boho dress and like flat sandals and yeah. like no makeup. And I'm like, all right, let's go bitches. <laughs> I'm not in the mood tonight. Uh, Holly Martin, what are her favorite skincare products and what's her beauty routine? Your skin is ridiculous by the way. Thanks. Well, I have makeup on right it's now, annoying, but still there's no Your skin bumps. looks amazing. I'm on like every pill you could ever be on for it. So, um, so I, I'm pretty fortunate that like nobody in my family has ever had like acne, like bad acne. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also an avid believer in not picking your face. Ooh. Like I, I so want you'll to let is it be is it sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Most of the mm-hmm. time though, I just let it happen and I'm not the best about washing my face all the time. I, um, like live off of Neutrogena wipes. Okay, me too. But 
I think it's just important to get that gunk off your face and like yeah. exfoliate a couple times a week. I have this exfoliator um, from Dermalogica. It's like a daily micro exfoliant. And I don't know all the details about the ingredients, so don't drag me for it. Hopefully it's good. They'll find something. Right? <laughs> but it is the best exfoliator I've ever yeah. used. Like I can't feel, because I have so many blackheads on my nose because that's just where all my oil is. Mm-hmm. So whenever I use that exfoliant there, I can feel smoothness oh, on my nose. It. I'm like, I don't feel a mm-hmm. single blackhead. Helena Voiken, please ask her what hair product she uses. She says all of her hair is real and I am blown away. People always think it's fake. I'm like, well, most people do have the weave. So I did at one point because I fried all my hair off. So now I'm like, no, this is mine. We're back in the game, baby. (laughs) Um, Shampoo. I use like the function of beauty stuff. Okay. I use that for shampoo and conditioner. And then whenever I get out, it's really always different products because I get so much stuff and I just like try it all. Like the one consistent thing that I do put in is the BioSilk hair oil. It's like classic, like your grandma, you probably used to put in your hair because that's what she did with mine. Mm-hmm. I just love the way it smells. I'm like, it's so nostalgic. And then like before I put that in though, just some kind of cream. Mm-hmm. So you always want to do your cream before the oil because the oil like seals it all in. Mm. So some kind of like detangler or like protective, like uh, heat protective heat protectant, yeah. Yeah, cream thing. And then the um, oil, the BioSilk oil. And then use your blow dryer on medium heat. Medium heat. Yeah, I always want to do it on the highest one, but it's so bad. Okay, good to know. (laughs) I'm going to change my routine. What's on your nails? Because they're amazing. Is that gel? Are those your real nails? These are press-ons, sister. No. I swear. I cannot believe it. I've been staring at them this entire time. I'm obsessed with them. I literally love them so much. Those are press-ons. Yes, and they are so sticky. The impress that you can you can get at like Walmart, CVS. They changed the press-on game. You know, press-ons used to like just flick off. This like stuff that's on there that sticks is so sticky. They're not going anywhere. I've been staring at them this whole time. Thank you. They're like perfect Easter colors. You got to put those back on <laughs> for Easter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my, so cute. My very good friend Lauren asked my one of my favorite questions. Has she always been so confident in who she is and unapologetically herself? Or is that something that she's gotten into later in life? Um, I know I definitely was not confident um, in high school. I was very like to myself. I was very anxious. Mm. Um, I was uncomfortable with my body. I was not happy with myself at all. And I was scared to speak up about Mm. anything. I was scared to be myself. Um, I like was bullied a little bit in middle school by like just girls being mean like my school like there people threatened to like I'm gonna kick your ass blah 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 and I was like why cool why are you gonna put your hands on me I don't understand rude so like I kind of like you know it hindered me and I just kind of like shut myself off from everyone for a while except for Mm -hmm. like my close friends and like my volleyball team that's whenever I could like let loose you're a volleyballer Oh, yeah, it was really good. Me too. Oh, my gosh. Were you a libero? Of course. Same. I always tried to hit, but they wouldn't let me. No, me neither. <laughs> I well, I got range. a back injury, and then I was, like, I mean, done. But, oh, my gosh. So fun. I love it. I Sorry. loved volleyball. Side note. Okay. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Volleyball teams um, are the best. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So then whenever I went to college, I uh, it was a whole new group of people who, like, loved me. Yeah. And I just blossomed into this different person, and... It was like the best thing that I could have ever had happen to me. Like it. it was amazing. And then that's how I became, I just, and I didn't have like any like rules and restrictions of like, you know, pressure from your parents of like following their rules. Like I was free to be whoever I wanted to mm-hmm. be. And I was just enjoying life. And I, I don't know, it was incredible. And I just became super confident because I knew I was a good person. Mm-hmm. I knew that I was good company to be around. And if people didn't want to be in my company, not my problem. 
One day I'll be there. <laughs> One day. I'm going to listen to that over and over again. <laughs> Jesse Barth said, what self-tanner does she use? I use Isle of Paradise, and I'm obsessed with it. Don't mind my orange hands right now. They're a little bit orange okay. because I put on way too much, and I left it on way too long. <laughs> but um, no, I use the tanning water. I actually mentioned it one time on my Instagram, yeah. and it sold out everywhere. Every Sephora was influence. sold out. I know. I was like, I did this. Talk about influencing. <laughs> I was like, and they didn't even pay me. <laughs> and I, I didn't even get a commission. Literally. Damn. Um, yeah, they, and then they, they keep on sending me more stuff. Oh, like, that's nice. They're so nice. Thanks for getting free stuff. Yeah, exactly. But no, it's really the best stuff ever. Like, Kaylin and Cassie introduced it to me whenever we were on the show. Mm. And I fell in love because I always use self-tanners. Yeah. I, I am like... I need to get into that. I probably should stop. I don't know what it's actually doing to me. As long as you're not in a bed. Yeah, exactly. Thank no, God. no. What is her opinion of pineapple on pizza? It's my favorite. Oh, it's my favorite. Do you not like it? I don't think it belongs on pizza. What? I don't know. Have, Have you it? ever tried it? Yes. And you didn't like it? I tried it on a date with a guy because he was like, when pineapple on pizza? I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll try. I mean, it was good. I just like, is it supposed to be on my pizza? I don't know. I love it. It's my favorite. Good to know. Jesse Barth, you have a, a pineapple on pizza sister, Demi. <laughs> Let's unite. Thought. So ev- tell everyone your social medias. Okay. You can follow my Instagram uh, if you want to. It's pretty funny sometimes. Really, the Twitter's the best one. Yeah. But okay, Instagram is at Demi underscore not underscore Lovato. Hence my intro. <laughs> Demi not Lovato. What yep. up? <laughs> and then my Twitter is just at Demi Burnett. My Twitter's really where the gold's at. Yeah, follow the Twitter for sure. It's funny. I forgot a question. What is it? Bachelorette. You were in the running. Surprisingly, yes. <laughs> How far did that get? Did you think you there was a chance it was going to be you at any point? Um, I didn't ever think it was going to be me. Mm. I didn't even think I would ever be in the running for it. I was really shocked. And so whenever I like went out there to meet with them and stuff, I was like, what am I doing here? Like, why am I meeting with these people? And uh, my producer was like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And then... I went, I went into the room and the first thing that they did was they were like, so bachelorette, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what? <laughs> but I mean, I just, I had a couple meetings and like they flew me out there. I had a couple meetings and I waited a few weeks and then they told me we're going a different route. I was like, well, I'm not surprised, but thanks for getting my hopes up. I still think you could come back later. That's what they always say. That's true. But I, I knew it was going to be Hannah and I wanted it to be Hannah. Okay. Like she... I, she was made for this. Like, okay. It made me so happy. I cried for her. Well, everyone, we will see Demi on Paradise, <laughs> even if she won't. No comment. It. What if you get engaged? What? I don't know about that. That seems very far-fetched. Whoa. But we'll see. Someone I don't just... even know if I'm going. Oh, please. <laughs> all right, go follow Demi, not Lovato, underscore, under, underscore, all those things, on Instagram, Twitter's where it's at. Thanks for having of me. Course. This was so fun. Oh, It was great. Okay, everyone, have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>